Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 391, recorded on September 8th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about the impact of the news on the non-existing Nintendo Direct, new OLED Switch announced, and all kinds of questions from you. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Nintendo Dads, episode 391. It's September 8th, 2020, and we are on the eve of Splatoon 3. Or as uh, an old person here in the South might call it, Splatoon. Splatoon. Splatoon 3. Coming out, get to go to the Splatlands. Woohoo! All right, anyway. You know what you sound like? Know. You sound like the little bullets in Roger Rabbit, uh, that gun yep. that had the cartoon bullets. I hit the woo button, but since the I have the music in background, you didn't hear it because the woo. I heard the woo. I heard the. It was just very quiet. Some people heard the woo. It's okay. Uh, Guys, if uh, you didn't hear the the woo, rewind it and try harder. Yeah, try harder. (laughs) It's a game. It's a it's a Nintendo Dad's embedded game. uh, Yes, just for you. Uh, Joining me on the show tonight, uh, you've already heard them, but our usual cast of characters, uh, one of which is being Mr. Jesse Waldak. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, one of my mom's favorite sayings when I was a kid was, uh, uh, boy, are you a character? And, oh, no, shoot, how does it go? Wait, it, it, now I don't remember how it went. But when you said character, I, it, uh, I don't know it, what's funnier, the fact that you can't remember it or. Yeah. It, it builds character and boy, are you a character. That's what she would say. Oh, uh, there we go. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so I guess is being here with us building character? I don't know if who to blame the gray hair on more, my kids or you guys. <laughs> uh, maybe, we'll just blame maybe, it on... Look. Blame it on Justin. Yes. No, no. He's the star. Uh, the higher. Blame it on Zach. We'll just blame it on Zach. Oh, there we go. Zach. Oh, there his fault. He, he's not going to be here to, to, uh, to rebuff us, right? Yeah, and that way Justin uh, can blame it on him, too. <laughs> The one that with this camera, you can't see the gray. It looks brown, but you know. I know. Really I like gray. it. I like it. You look good. You're looking good. I don't know why it looks that. brown. You're looking good. The it's magic, because it's highlighting the magic your best of TV. features. It's magic funny that you mention your mom's phrases because a lot of the things my mom told me when I was a kid, I can't repeat on here because we're a family <laughs> show. Uh, but uh, speaking of a family show, Tim off. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Uh, had a. Uh, a reminder of how being adult can sometimes suck this week. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. That means that means you got a bill or you had to pay something. That was no, close. It was uh, someone uh, stole my debit card uh, number oh. and bought a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Tim, I'm really sorry so about that. I, that's I that's fun. <laughs> the, the closest of that's ever co- happened to I, me. I'm going to go ahead and I've got to put up these new Switch OLEDs I got in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the closest that uh-huh. that's ever happened to me was someone got a hold of my PayPal a- account and did a $1,000 withdrawal to deposit somewhere else. But be- because it was a new, the, the destination was a new account, it was going to take a week to process. So it, it that money sat in escrow for a week. So I said, uh. hey, cancel, cancel, cancel. 
<laughs> so we, I was, I still had to wait a week before that money got returned to me, but I did get the money back and then I changed my passwords. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well guys, um, we fun have times. fun times. Uh, we have a tiny little bowl of news to talk about tonight. Uh, but that gives us a lot of time for, uh, other things like what we've been playing and your questions. Uh, and who knows news will probably run long because this is Nintendo dance, uh, and it happens. So how about we dive right into it, shall we? And our news is brought to us by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, where you can go and join up uh, and uh, be a part of the greatest community um, in the world. Yes, I said it. I'm not I'm not playing anymore. I've I've said in back one of I've said in the past one of the greatest communities. Nah, we are the greatest community. I've said we it. are the Sabi show. This is where we show. use the word so, the. We are the community. Yeah, we are. We are the greatest community in the world. The uh, our show tonight is also brought to us by our sponsors at Manscaped, but we'll hear about that later. And Tim, uh, before we get into the news here, I guess this is kind of news. Uh, why is there um, a countdown clock on Nintendo Dads Network? Because we're counting down to an announcement of something very special next Thursday that we are excited to be announcing at that time. So we had to put a yep. countdown counter on it. We had. So to. if you were a Nintendo Dads fan, uh, chances are you wouldn't want to watch our social media next Thursday morning uh, to see what all the ruckus is about, right? Probably be announced on our show, actually, I think. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, see, I, I thought we were going to have a video ready for the morning uh, and then talk about it on the show later as well. Oh. So I think we still have to iron out that. And then <laughs> if that's the case, then we'll have to move. So, I think the time timer is set to go for, you know, record time next week. So if we do have a video ready to go in the morning, we'll fast forward. We'll, 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 Turn the crank a few hours. Yeah. Ahead. Yeah. So what we Sometime what we're Thursday. actually saying is if you're a fan <laughs> of the show, we have absolutely no clue what we're doing. Uh so well, what's just name? like everything well, else. If, just well, like everything if, else. if, if just they're like fans else. of the show, they've known that already. They know they know this but already. I was we fly about the seat of our pants. If you uh if you want to, <laughs> you can go over to Nintendo and you can check out the really cool countdown timer and you can count along with it. And waste the next eight days of your life. Uh, Countdown. Uh, come listen uh, some, live hey, next can Thursday. I tell you something, Tim. I don't know if you know this, uh, and listeners, I don't know if you know this. Something really cool happens at the end when it goes to zero. So you, you got to wait and see. All right, something cool really happens. So six anyway. six days, twenty three hours, for four, 49 minutes. And okay. Yep. We'll be blind splitting <laughs> three before then. Crap. Now uh, I getting right out into the news special here. that happens at the end of the counter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something special happens at the end of the countdown. Um, the Tim, the joke was to get people to watch it, and then nothing happens. All right, because I need joke is now I got to figure out something to happen. <laughs> it needs to, just, you know, what it needs to be. It needs to be a little animation of a little Robo Jesse running. There we go. Technical difficulties, <laughs> please stand by. <laughs> uh so let's dive right into that, the news I, I like that idea for a video we need to do that yeah yep. little robo for jesse sweating chasing chasing some cogs that have broken off the nintendo dad's machine <laughs> yes there you go 
It actually kind of reminds me of someone else's like technical difficulties or be right back message, but Justin well, in the back peeking out from behind the machine, shaking his fist. Yeah, in a business suit. I'd be over in the corner eating donuts. Tim would be wearing a hat, standing there with a clipboard, <laughs> making sure everything's going right. There you go. See, we've got it all. Somebody just needs to animate this. Somebody needs to make it. Um, there's some. There's some amazing pixel artists out there that if yeah, they're listening I'll, to us, it would be I, just cool as to get a, a hint pixel here. Just, can I just say this? Just as a hint, Christmas is coming up, and I would I would love to see myself as a pixel art character. I, I really would. Funny. I would use it for everything. Even like real like life work professional photos, I would, I would do that. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's talk news. Uh, we got a few news items here. Uh, first, just just real quick, we know we've got a lot of um, listeners across the pond in uh, England and the United Kingdom, uh, and we want to offer our condolences uh, to them and to other people in the world who may be mourning the death of Queen Elizabeth, uh, who passed away this uh, afternoon. Uh, by our time, uh, the Queen of England uh, passed away. Uh, and I don't know how to say this. I'm probably saying it wrong. Balmoral. Uh, and um, those around the world mourning her death and the royal family as well. Uh, Nintendo dads, condolences go out to, um, to you. But the whole reason that we're mentioning this uh, is, uh, of course, a, a community member, Frosticles, uh, who is in our uh, Discord. He's from the UK and uh, actually got to meet the Queen of England uh, when he was 10 years old. And so he says today is a very sad day, but uh, he also brings up the fact that Jeff Grubb, who is a noted uh, Nintendo um, insider, uh, kind of knows rumors and puts things out there, has been on our show before, uh, has also reported uh, that the upcoming Nintendo Direct that is rumored is more than likely postponed now due to this, due to, due to the Queen's passing. Big deal. So, uh, what Nintendo do you, what do you guys think about respects. that? Nintendo showing their respects, obviously. So, yeah. I mean, just like they did with the Advance Wars, they delayed that. You know, even though some of us didn't, you know, don't understand that part, maybe in some cases, or some of us do. And I think it's probably the same with this one. It's like, um, but for me, I see it why they're doing it because the Queen has been around my whole entire lifetime. She's always been the queen of England. Oh, so I, I think she's she was queen of England when my mother was born. Yeah. So I think okay. I think, it, I think it was like fifty two or something like that when she, yeah, she, yeah, she, she was, was ninety six. She was ninety six. Yeah. No, 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 no. Nineteen fifty two is when she got the crown. When she became queen, yeah. So somewhere around there, she uh, was it was just after World War Two. It was just after World War Two. World War World War Two. Geez. So. It, you can say it like that. The, people, people here in the South say it like that all the time. Oh, damn, damn, World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> just it's all one word. World yeah, War, World War Two. World War Two. Yep. World War World War Two. Yes. Anyways, but that's uh, <laughs> just the impact of what she's done through our entire life uh, for the world. In some instances, uh, is why I think Nintendo is probably going to delay it. Uh, if if there was a such thing as a Nintendo Direct coming next week, like everything was rumored to be, then it's most likely going to be delayed uh, the next week. So, but we won't know. We will never know this because they never, we'll never announced know. anything. It'll, I mean, unless Kim and Krista tell us. Um, yeah. I don't know so, what insider knowledge they might have. 
uh, anymore. I, 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 I think Jeff Grubb is their insider information too. <laughs> <laughs> he may be. I don't know. He's been mentioned on this uh, show multiple times. Yeah, good old our good friend Jeff Grubb. Um, I think they hang out on a regular basis. Probably go uh, and go uh, parasailing with Krista and eat artisanal sandwiches. Um, so yeah, that's yep. that's uh, that's really all we have to say about that. Hey, there are the, though some actual Nintendo news items this week. Uh, we came across this one earlier. For those of you who are still playing Mario Kart Tour. Uh, Guys, uh, I didn't know this, but this game uh, has done very well for Nintendo, obviously, uh, has generated an estimated $293 million since its release. That is according to Sensor Tower. Uh, but later on this month, Mario Kart Tour will get an update and it will no longer be a gotcha style game. In other words, all the pipes uh, for characters and everything that will be removed all of those things will now be purchasable only uh, through the item shop. And along with that battle mode will be added to Mario Kart Tour, which is very interesting uh, when you consider, I mean, if you've played Mario Kart Tour, uh, it's, you know, it drives for you pretty much. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what battle mode does uh, with that. Like, are you playing other people's ghosts? Are you playing them online for real? Uh, at the the time, because you know when you race on on Mario Kart Tour, you're not really racing people because you can play it offline. You're you, you're you're racing ghosts that's downloaded. Uh, so, what do you guys think about this? Uh, it's a very interesting development from Nintendo. Why do you think that they're moving away from this gotcha system? Well, I got I got two thoughts. One, gotcha income might be slowing down, so they have weighed the scales between continuing at that and introducing the game to countries where gotcha mechanics are illegal. So mm. by removing the gotcha the mechanics, they can now release the game in those other countries. That is true. So, and so while I think it, it, speaking of England, have them not recently done a, a big crackdown on stuff like that? I know they did I, with Overwatch's loot boxes, but yeah, I don't, I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm imagining things or not, but I thought Germany might be one of the countries that there are other, other countries outside of Europe as well. Uh, there was, there's, there's a list of countries where gotcha mechanics are not allowed in their gaming. Yeah. I, I should probably look that up. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, it's a huge... It's, it's a huge change to the game when you think about it and the way that it's it's done. I mean, there's been several times that I would, uh, you know, go back to the game and want one of the characters that was a pipe-only character and never got them. Uh, and there's no way to do it until they pop up later on in the store, and they are hugely, hugely uh, expensive. Uh, but, but, you know... So I found an article on Screen Rant that has countries' laws regarding loot boxes. And while some of them are a limitation, some of them are you have to show the stats, and some of them are just outright banned, countries mentioned are China, Netherlands, Belgium. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Honorable mention is is UK. I'm not sure. I'm not, I didn't read the whole article. I'm just looking at the highlights. So, yeah, Belgium is the one I was thinking of. 
So here's some other numbers that might widen your eyes a little bit. Mario Kart Tour currently has 172 different gliders, 246 different carts, and 193 playable characters. What are those numbers again, real quick? Just rattle out the numbers. 172 for gliders, 246 for carts, and 193 for playable characters. Total number of combinations is 8,166,216 ways to play. (laughs) And they have Waluigi dressed as a vampire, which, I mean, why wouldn't you want this game? Um, (laughs) This actually makes me want to play this more considering the fact that they're going to have to change their strategy. Uh, and, you know, the uh, one, one uh, commenter on a, the article I'm reading this from says, does it have to be a revolving shop, though? Now it's full FOMO. Uh, and you, you're right. I mean, you miss out on it, and it's gone. But yeah. I, I'd be interested to know if, if, if anybody out there is like me and this makes them want to play Mario Kart 2 or more. Because I just I think those gotcha mechanics are slimy anyway. Like it's it's real I agree. iffy. And and we'll get back to that later on in the show. But at least it's a free game. Uh but uh That's yeah. true. It is a free game. A free I, game. <laughs> free to start. But uh yeah, I, the, this I have no interest in going back to this. Yeah. Tim, you have you gonna play any more Mario Kart tour and check it out read- for battle mode? I'll have to re- re-download it. I tried it when it first came out. And, you know, it was fun for a little bit. And then I don't play very much on I, my mobile phone. I think, I think you had more fun than I did with your little bit. I don't think yeah. I had fun. I didn't enjoy I it I still all. got it on my phone, but I booted up maybe like once a year. We are the three. We're the kind of people that Nintendo doesn't want talking about their mobile Or did games. I not even download it? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember. It might be possible uh, I, I just never downloaded it. I want them to quit working on Mario Kart Tour and just make a new Mario Kart. How about that? <laughs> just just put all these ideas in a brand new Mario Kart uh, and don't make it uh, pay to win or pay to play. There you go. Just 60 still, bucks, 100. Still, just keep adding still, characters. We're still, ha- we're still promised 32 tracks for the game we have. Uh, well, I, yeah, I know. They can just go ahead and dump all those at once and then make a new Mario Kart game. Mario <laughs> Kart Infinite, meaning that it will infinitely be sold by Nintendo from now on. You know, regular track and... Like, I would love to see it get to a point where it's like, Mario Kart Infinite now has 204 characters, 400 carts, <laughs> you know, 300 gliders, and 256 tracks of fun. 37 million ways to play. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nintendo Switch 3, Mario Kart Infinite Deluxe. <laughs> Infinite. Uh, it, yeah, anyway. Uh, speaking of Nintendo Switch, though, a brand new... Nintendo Switch OLED model was announced this week uh, to coincide with the release of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, it will feature red and purple Joy-Cons with school logos from the respective games. The dock shows the legendary uh, Pokemon in front, the um, Miradon and Corridon. Uh, it does not include game software, and this will be available uh, on November 4th ahead of uh, the release on November 18th. And our Discord member Hoots asked a question of us. He says, which one looks cooler, the Pokemon or the Splatoon-themed OLED model? 
He said there's still a Splatoon model at his local Target and he's torn. And uh, thank you, whoever put these images in the doc. That's really nice. I appreciate that. He did. <laughs> so uh, all Nintendo Switch OLED docks are going to be white now. Is that is that what we're getting at here? That's what the, they were. That's where it seems to be going. Okay. At least so. At least for special I'm gonna, editions. I'm going to let you guys answer this uh, this one first. Uh, which one looks better, Splatoon or Pokemon? You're not going to like my answer. I like the Pokemon dock, but the Splatoon Joy-Con. If, if they if they did, I'm fine with they, that answer. If they did a gradient red, shades of red, and shades of purple, I probably would like that better. Because I do like that gradient look. Yeah. And, and I agree with the Blanco is really that, that super. It, and I agree with Blanco that Nintendo missed an opportunity to, you know, when you slide in the the Joy-Con, you see a little color bar pop out to have actually have the gradient color in that color bar. I agree. I also <laughs> think that they missed an opportunity for when those Joy-Cons slide in that it didn't make like a Splatoon sound. Like, See now you're getting all you're getting all complicated now. That's, that's, not, that's gonna not slow things down. Tim, those, those, those <laughs> things are in there. Those things are in there already. I'm not complicated. No, uh, I'm, Tim. What about you? Pokemon or Splatoon? That you know the first thing I thought of. I didn't even think of which one of these I would want or which one I prefer. The first thing I thought of when this second one came out, a little bit during Splatoon, but then when they announced this one, I was like, oh my gosh. There's going to be a Zelda 2 special edition OLED. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. I'm holding out for that one. <laughs> the Joy-Con would be green and gold. So I can't, I can't, I'm like, I don't care about these two because I have that thought in my head that when Zelda I want 2 the comes Splatoon out. One real bad. I'm not going to lie. I want the there, Splatoon one. For um, me, it's like, I, I just, uh, Zelda 2, that's all I see right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and y'all I don't know if people believe this, but I do try to keep it positive on the show. But I am in total agreement with Dan from RetroLogic that this is garbage. This Pokemon one is awful. It's it's minimal effort. Oh, the you back, have to go down that route. The, the back <laughs> of the switch, the back of the switch is is ugly. I like it because I think. I like the way that it looks like it was tagged almost like it was, you know, graffiti in a way, even though it would make more sense on the Splatoon one to do right. that. It's right. still, I like it. I think it's kind of cool. I, it pops. Yeah, I'm not a, mm, it pops. I'm not a fan of it at but all. Hey, I respect Dan's opinion on it. I respect your opinion on it. Thanks. So not that I would ever uh, look going, at the back. Cause it's I'm not going to buy it anyways. <laughs> or I'm playing it. Right. Right. I'm not front. either. But I, I'm going to wait for the Zelda 2 and probably not buy that one because I'm hoping for a Metroid Prime 4, our special edition one. There you go. There you go. I knew that was happening. <laughs> there's always, Tim, you're always going to be able to save money on this because you're always going to be able to say, oh, there's another edition coming. No, I'm, I'm holding out for that Metroid Prime 4. But you edition. know what? Here's what you can do. You can live vicariously through John Blanco because he's yes. going to get them all. He is he is the Ash Ketchum of, of uh, Nintendo Switch versions. Is he, or is he just getting the boxes? I couldn't remember. Oh no, he, he got getting. the he got the new he got this one. There's okay. a video up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, well, I know he's got um, the Splatoon one. Here is probably going to get them all as well, is because he's a Joy-Con collector. 
That's yes. true. Yeah, you can you know, Pierre Schneider, you can go and check him out. I've seen people uh, do that where they just get the Joy-Cons and then they sell you know, off the dock I would, and then they sell off. I would off. really be okay if Nintendo would sell these Joy-Cons as a separate thing. I think that's money on the table. I would yes. buy them if they sold them separately. The, the, if the Joy-Cons, if like if Nintendo would release a set of those Splatoon Joy-Cons with a white Joy-Con grip that had uh, Splatoon stuff on it, front and back, money right am i tell me i'm wrong when i start lying tell me all right if they release the pokemon i haven't used the grip in years but (laughs) but but you get but you get what i'm saying yeah you know if they release it as a deluxe pack as a bundle see i didn't even know that there was a splatoon 3 pro control at all that's that flew completely under my radar, and now I can't I had, find one. I, I, want I knew one. about it, but had forgotten about it. So, uh, I was hoping some more would be, uh, you know, out for release day, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So, you can buy one on uh, eBay for eighty nine dollars, though. Only get bent scalpers. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, Jesse, help me out here too. There were, and this is not in our notes, but there was some other Pokemon news, a uh, new brand new trailer. Yeah. Scarlet and Violet dropped as well. I, that announced this uh, while well, around I, the time of this, right? I, I yeah. Of characters. It, uh, it came out around the same time. Uh, I was actually trying to avoid it, but I ended up re- seeing on Twitter, everything the nice cat butt you got there tim yeah thanks <laughs> but uh yeah there was uh, a some new pokemon was uh announced one there's gonna be a like one of them looks like like it could come out of a mega man game though it says one variant for scarlet and one variant Se- for several edge yeah, i don't know the name and armor rouge yep. yeah one has sword hands and the other one's got armor. It's crazy. Did, did I know? Did I know Pokemon names before Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounded like Jesse was trying to avoid the information. Sorry. So <laughs> I totally no, it. Then they they showed the this crab Pokemon and apparently uh, you have to fight like Titan. Yeah. Uh, larger version, kind of similar to Totem Pokemon from Sun Moon. What I noticed about those two characters, the armor one and the sword one. Uh, which is kind of funny I'm saying that considering the last set of Pokemon games we got. With Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um they what the one with the swords uh was more aggressive Pokemon, where the armor one is uh not as aggressive. Yeah. But so, the I'm, the thing that I that I'm more more interested in and learning more about is they're gonna have like an auto battle mode. So just kind of if you if you remember in Arceus you were able to send out your Pokemon a short distance to you know start a battle or you know knock fruit out of a tree and collect it and what, what whatever but here if you set your Pokemon following you out if it runs into a wild Pokemon it won't just start an encounter it'll just fight it on its own. So you can still go off the other direction and do your own thing while your your buddy Pokemon is doing its thing. 
Nice. And totally yeah. abandon your Pokemon and make it fight for you. <laughs> like a slave. So, so that could hit might could be interesting what they can do, we can think what they can do with it. Again, yeah. something that, yeah. t- taking something they learned from Arceus and expanding on it. That's what I wanted to see. Yes. Because I like I like well, I mean, Arceus. You know, it actually Same. looks like there's there's several things from Arceus that it's uh, gone and expanded on. And so that's it's really cool. I mean, I think that that uh, this this game looks uh, really, really neat. Uh, and the, one of the other things that was revealed in this trailer was that there are three different main stories that you can play. Yes. Uh, and uh, you can choose which ones of those you want to do and what order you want to do those in. And so I think that between that and between the ability to play with friends, you know, co-op uh, adventure, uh, the brand new Pokemon, the uh, the advances from Arceus that we're seeing. I mean, you know, one of the gripes that people had from Sword and Shield was this is not enough advancements. And now we have this, and that's not even counting, you know, the fact that we're going to get DLC. And that's inevitable with this Pokemon game right. because Sword and Shield proved that it's effective. And so, uh, and that people will buy it. So they're gonna, there's going to be DLC for this. I look, I did not, I was going to play it because my son and I were buying the dual pack. He's getting Scarlet and I'm getting Violet. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I was okay with it, but like this trailer helped me like buy into the game. So I'm thankful for that. Like I, now I'm excited about Violet. Uh, I'm ready cool. for it. Yeah. yeah. Solo something says, go forth and bring me back riches from afar. Yeah, <laughs> Forth, my Pokemon. Ninfrendos asks, "Will there be monsties?" No, <laughs> no, no. They stay in their own game, and we don't talk about. Them. Um. So yeah. Anyway, Mecha goes. Uh, so I think they announced that in the last trailer. Talking about the three stories, they they did say there was going to be three stories, but they didn't detail them. Where this new trailer kind of put more detail into them, and they introduced yeah. us to the the new team, quote unquote. I don't know. Team Star, Star yeah. Team, something like that. That pose that they do is going to get old fast. <sighs> did you see it? Yeah, can I can I, I say this? I will say one thing about Pokemon. Uh, I think it's time to uh, lose that every game has a team. If you really wanted to to shake up the formula, it's it's time. And they like, don't want to over. They want. They don't want to overdo it yet. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to be their one innovation for the next one, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, also so, asks, will the trees be twenty eight percent better? Uh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. They're, they've been working hard on the trees. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, comes out November 18th. So uh, if you're excited about that, uh, let us know. And let us know why. Uh, one game release update that we want to give you this week as we close out our news. I love this. Uh, there's a game coming out on October 6th called Europa. Uh, Y-O-U-R-O-P-A. Uh, it is described uh, on uh, its web- on the Nintendo website as a gravity-defying puzzle platform paint adventure. Why are we mentioning this? Because Europa was first seen in an Indie Direct in August 2019. 
We talked about this episode. We talked about this direct in episode 245. We have done 150 something episodes since we last, since we first saw this game. Hey, guess what? It's coming out in about a month. Finally. Jeez. Been waiting. Gosh. My, my switch goodness. has been languishing, waiting for Europa. Now I could get on with my switch life now that this right. game is coming out. Now, see, what you guys don't understand is Tim had to get over his longing and desire for Europa to yes. finish Breath of the Wild. I, I had to force myself to finish Breath of the Wild because I didn't. Every I moment like, I'm I don't know languishing on my couch out. thinking of Europa. Yes. I, can't. <laughs> I just had to put it out of my mind. Uh, if you're the developer of Europa and you're watching this, we're sorry. <laughs> we apologize, uh, guys. I, that's our- to be to be to be serious though for a moment, I'm sure I'm sure COVID had hit them the hardest. Oh, absolutely. The way it seems so. Absolutely. And look, here's the deal: it's nowhere near as delayed as Chicken Wiggle. So, oh, it's uh, yeah. They they originally said that it was they were planning on a winter 2019 release. There you go. Well, you with that being said, and uh, without opening the pit of despair anymore, <laughs> uh, let's move into an ad break from our sponsor, Manscaped. All right. If you haven't heard already, it's smooth sack summer. We're getting towards the end of that smooth sack summer. When you're playing the summer sun, make sure you're escaped from pubes to bum. <laughs> That's right. This is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leader in below-the-waist grooming is making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Dive head first into Smooth Sack Summer by going to Manscaped for 20% off plus free shipping with our code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. You know, every time I say that, it reminds me of the commercial that we used to have here. I don't know if you guys had it where you were, but it was... uh, diamonds or something it was like 1-800-DIAMONDS d-i-a-m-o-n-d-s or something like that so doesn't ring a bell it, it was something that they did all the time here so that's stuck in my head sorry and that's Maybe why it was it a local think tour it probably was and that's why i think of that whenever i say 20 percent off and free shipping with our code nindads n-i-n-n-i-n-d-a-d-s geez anyways we all here, we get the Manscaped products. Uh, we're thankful for the support they give us. Uh, if it hadn't been for them reaching out to us and saying, here, try our stuff, we obviously had to try it before we supported it. So we've been getting it. Like I get all their shampoos and uh, I get the uh, lip and balm. creams and lotions. Creams and lotions, yes. And the crop preserver and all that kind of stuff. So what about you guys? Uh, lip balm, shampoo, conditioner. We get all this stuff. Uh, right? <laughs> crop preserver. Yeah, all that same stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Jesse? Yeah, and uh, I, I, I pretty much use all of the above when they're deodorant. Yes. Yep. They're de- all this stuff is goes well together. I always get compliments from my wife whenever she smells that stuff. So, hey, it must be working good. <laughs> so... Don't forget about their other products like the Lawnmower 4.0 for trimmer uh, trimming in um, you know the below the belt areas. Also, don't forget about their uh, shears 2.0. They have those type of things, the luxury nail grooming kit. Uh, they also have a package <laughs> package performance package 4.0. 
where you can get their boxers and shed travel bag when you get the whole package together. So it's two free gifts. So two free gifts on top of getting 20% off for free shipping with our code NINDADS. That's it from our sponsor, Manscaped. Now on to events. All right, guys. Uh, so it's almost time. We're winding up for the dinner table every third Friday of the month. We get together with the Discord community to discuss what's on everybody's mind. And if you want to join in, if you're a patron or Twitch uh, of the show or a Twitch subscriber, you just join the Discord call on Friday, September 16th, 2022 at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, I think that this month, uh, maybe some folks might be playing some Splatoon 3 during the dinner table. I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, we do whatever good. we want there. Like if we all get together and it's like, Hey, let's, let's play some Splatoon while we're talking. We probably will do that. And we'll be in the uh, discord channels doing that. I like it. I like it. Um, also want to mention extra life game day, which is coming up November 5th. Um, if we recruit seven new team members between uh, August 25th and September 25th, the team will get $100 USD, and uh, each team member will get uh, $10 USD to start. So I here's how you join. Have, the, I think we already have three or four lined up, right? So there's definitely, yes. uh, you know, if you're interested in joining the team, you know, you're there's room for yeah, you. Yeah, we're close. We yes. are close. And, so, and it doesn't uh, mean we're limited at seven. We can have more than that. We can That's have right. definitely. We want more than that for sure. Uh, so it's just, we want people order, all we have over to the, at least get seven in order to get these. We want uh, people all over the world playing uh, under Team Nintendo Dads, uh, and really, you guys know what Extra Life is about. It's about beating the Mega Dads. Yep, they have a goal of five thousand dollars and uh, healing sick kids. I guess. Yes. No, it's about. It really is about the kids, and if we beat Mega Dads, then that's uh, you know even better. Uh, here's how you sign up. You go over to our page, nintendodads.org, uh, look for the Extra Life link in the upper right-hand corner of the page, uh, and click on that. It'll take you to our team page. You sign up right there. Look, guys, even if you're planning on raising, like, a minimal amount of money, like, I mean, whatever you consider a minimal amount of money, if it's $100, if it's uh, $20, you know, $250, $500, uh, it doesn't have to be in the thousands. It doesn't even have to be in the hundreds. If you think you can play for a while and raise 50 bucks. Great. Go over there, sign up, put that as your goal. It'll contribute to the team goal. Uh, or you can go to extra-life.org uh, and you can search for Nintendo Dads. That's all one word, Nintendo Dads. And you'll see our team name pop up. It's Nintendo Dads 2022. You'll go in there, you'll join, you'll become part of the team, and you'll help push us uh, on and forward to greatness. We shall persevere we shall win we've got four that have joined our team and we we've got three left three left to join the team yep i think am i one of those Did i get am i on the team i hope i am i'm getting feedback is anybody else getting feedback no sounds fine to me okay must be you Okay, anyway, I'll figure it out. You guys. Hey, it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> did, did we join? Did we join? Uh, did I join the team, Tim? Am I am I on Team Nintendo Dance? 
I don't see your name on the team yet. What? I don't see your name on the team yet. Uh, well, I see we Isaac's need... name, but not your name. <laughs> now we only need two. <laughs> that's that's embarrassing. I thought that I thought we had done that. Okay, that's cool. Nintendo Dad, see, I'm going to show you right now how easy it is to join up. I'm going to do it right here. Oh, and our goal, ironically, is also five thousand dollars. Hmm. I figured Join it our out. Team. I figured what up. The feedback? I was on the Extra Life site, and I was well, like, "Where? Why am I getting feedback?" Because I forgot our Twitch account is on the, our team site. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know, you know why I hadn't joined up, guys. I'm. A, can I tell you why? Sure. I, I hadn't joined up because I was waiting until this month so I could become an Extra Life Platinum member, just where okay. you get all the cool gifts and swags. Ah, yes. And my goal, just individual, would be twenty five hundred dollars. So, dang, you know, playing for a Le Bonheur, big bucks, big Le bucks. Bonheur Children's Hospital out of Memphis. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm doing it while we're sitting here talking, and I'm hoping that while I'm sitting here talking about it, uh, somebody else is going in there too. We can get two more people. A uh, member of Extra Life Team Nintendo Dads. It's going to be awesome. Heck and yeah. hey. Can I tell you what you look? Can I, can I say this? You don't have to play the same day. Like you don't have to play on the November fifth and sixth. If that weekend does not work for you, you can go the next weekend. Like my son Isaac is doing. Uh, he is uh, he's coming in on uh, the eleventh and twelfth. So he wanted to break off. He wanted to break off from old dad this year. Technically, you have until the end of the year. So that, that is correct. That is correct. So you can head over to extralife.com and help us defeat the mega dads. You could do a Halloween episode if you wanted to. A spooky, <laughs> a spooky extra life yes. where you only play scary games. I love it. All kinds of way, different ways. Uh, there's all kinds of ways you can do it. But guys, head over to NintendoDads.org, click on Extra Life up in the right hand corner of the page, and boom, there you go. All right, guys, we're about to unleash something on you that I don't think you're quite ready for. It's yeah, time is, for Jesse's Poke Minute. So this is something experimental. If it doesn't work, let me know. If it works, let me know, because I want to. I'm curious to know how this sounds. Not that one. I hate you all. Remember Community Day to feature Rog and Rolla. Sunday, September 18th, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Evolve Boldor before 10 p.m. to get a gigalith that knows the charged attack meteor beam. Tickets for the Community Day event Rock and Roll will be available for $1 USD. During the event, egg incubators will be four times as efficient. Two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive Candy XL from catching Pokemon. Two times Candy will be earned for catching Pokemon. Lore modules activated will last three hours. Incense activated will last three hours. Take a few snapshots during Community Day for a surprise. Up until 10 p.m., once one additional special trade can be made for a total of two, and trades made will require 50% less Stardust. 
At 5 p.m., Boldor will start appearing as four-star raids until 10 p.m. These encounters cannot be done remotely. Once a Boldor raid is complete, Rog and Rolla will begin to appear in a 300-meter radius around the gym that hosted the raid for 30 minutes. On to what we've been playing. Y'all, I, I, listen, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Jesse, Turbo Jesse has become sentient. And uh, all I can expect after that is for you to have a button on your shoulder that when you push it, your chest pops open and animal tapes fly out. <laughs> Ravage. <laughs> I need you to put that back on and say ravage. Can, can you say, can you put that back on and transform. say sound wave superior, constructicons inferior? Yeah. Sound wave superior. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I already forgot. <laughs> sound wave never forgets. I love it. It's so good. But, but if you're looking on YouTube, I found my animal. There he is. It's Ravage. Yes. <laughs> Ravage has escaped. He's escaped. <laughs> Put him back in your chest. <laughs> there he is. He don't fit. I was, I was really hoping that cat would flip out <laughs> on you. <laughs> when you did like, that. Um, well, the thing is, I, I don't hear. I don't hear the robot voice when I talk. And sh- it's only you guys. Only you guys heard it. That's it. It's really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a great effect. Uh, Tim, why don't we start with you? Talk about what you've been playing. One game that uh, I've been playing too, but also another one I'm really interested in. Sure. I'll start with one that you haven't played yet or not interested in, and then we'll roll into the one we've both been playing. Uh, I've been playing Disney Dreamland Light Valley. In fact, I played some before we got on today. Uh which is probably the reason why I was late getting on <laughs> to the pre-show. Uh, but uh, it was fun uh, playing some Disney Dream Light Valley. I did a stream of it, getting started in there. It was my second stream because the first one I did was a couple weeks ago, setting up the avatar. I successfully imported that avatar into Dream Light Valley and did that during the stream. Um, so there is a video out there in case you're interested, want to go check it out. Uh and if if time works out, I may stream more of this on a weekly basis, just just as I get through the game. Seems like it would be kind of fun to do. But trying to decide if I want to do that every, you know, every Tuesday night or every Friday night or whatever. So figure I'll figure it out and then I'll post it to the community and let everybody know. But uh, the game's fun. And we all have been debating what it's a cross with. We definitely all agree that it has parts of Animal Crossing in there um in the game in this uh disney dreamlight valley but the other parts of it's been like a little bit of uh stardew valley which i thought was kind of interesting because you know stardew valley dreamlight valley you know kind of this got a valley thing going on there um or there's also uh what else do we say i said genshin impact because genshin impact is an open world where you can gain things um through the current different currencies if you will uh in the game to level up your character or uh customize your character um i can't remember if you can customize 
um, anything else in there. I, cause I haven't played Genshin Impact enough, but in Disney Dreamlight Valley, you can customize your character, customize your house, just like you can in Animal Crossing, but you're going on adventures. You're going on quests. And I've finished a few quests, um, before on the stream that I did. And also some more before I got on here. And that's the part I'm really enjoying. I actually haven't done much customization to my own house yet, but I'm going to save that for, uh, for the next stream I do. Uh, to kind of share the, the, the ability to, you know, go in the house and add, you know, some customization to it. I did play around with it a tiny bit when I, cause as a part of a quest, I had to add a stove in order to cook something. Uh, so there is crafting and cooking in the game as well. Um, but that small experience plus hearing uh, Nick talk about it on our game pass news uh, family of podcasts, they talked about it there. He was saying that that the um, customization is not as intuitive as Animal Crossing is, uh, and it doesn't isn't as free flowing as that felt. Nintendo did a really good job with that, and, and Disney needs to learn from that. <laughs> we were like, just just steal it, <laughs> just do the same thing. We're already used so, to Animal Crossing. Tim, so, I'm, I'm sitting here like hearing the already hearing the comparisons to Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when this game was first shown off, I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's Animal Crossing with Disney characters. Um, but with quests. But, huh? But with quests. But, but okay. with quests. So let me let me ask you this. Is there, I mean, this is going to sound like a weird question, but is there a game here or are you just like walking around and hanging out with Disney characters? There is a I game. Feel, there is a game, okay. Yep, because you're you're building up the game. The game right now is to build up the friendship with those characters, in order to and and I'm still learning more and more about this game. This is something I just realized as I was playing more of the game before getting on. It was basically I'm building up the my friendship level with these characters, and as I build them up, I gain more customization customization uh, items, but I also gain uh, I also open up more of Dreamlight Valley. I'm freeing Dreamlight Valley of this forgetting that it has um, and these vines that it has. Um, so, but like I said, I'm still learning more about it as I get more further into it. I'll hopefully be able to explain it better. Um, but um, there, there is a game there. The game is, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, like the Animal Crossing thing, that's the game right there for a lot of people. So, but in some instances, it's not the game. It's, it's, it could be boring I, for some I people. I may be wrong, but when I, I thought when we first heard about this game, when it mm-hmm. first got announced on a direct, that it was called free to play. It is free to play. It will then, be free to play in 2023. Right now, it's only available early access if you bought a founder's pack. And the founder's pack is $30 to start at yes. least. At least thirty dollars. It's thirty. So at least thirty dollars to get again. So do you do you recommend that people buy it, or do you recommend that people wait? I if you're if you're on the fence, you wait. You know, but if you're like me and many others who had their had fun with Animal Crossing and enjoy quests, like if you had any experience with quests with other games, like even. Legend of Zelda, you know, you had your, you know, major quests there, you know, the major quest lines, and then your side quests. It, it sounds an Xbox awful lot Game to Pass. me. 
Yeah, if you have Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. You, you that also comes with the, you get the, the, the Founders Edition with that and can play it now. The standard uh, oh, okay. thirty dollars. Well, yeah, I can yeah. I can check it out there. There you go. Um, did you ever play Disney Magical Worlds for 3DS? Yes. So how does that compare to this? Because it sounds just kind of like a, a newer version of that in a way. Yes. <laughs> It is kind of a newer version of that with the newer mechanics that, you know, the gaming world has these days, obviously. So this is for Disney fans. This is for, is it, uh, do you think it would, is it a good kids game right now? Definitely good. uh, Right now I've seen it as a good kids game that kids are definitely would get into it. In fact, I drew from the dads after dark uh, family podcast there. Um, they he's been playing it or wanting to play with it. I don't think he got to it yet, but he's playing it for his kids because his kids are you know Disney fanatics. Of course, Drew is a Disney fanatic too. So uh, but his kids are a little older. Well, I think it's better. You you want to be careful with younger kids because you know I don't know. You know I haven't played the game, so I don't know how nasty the microtransactions are, how greedy they may be. Yeah, right now I haven't seen any microtransactions because it's okay. They're still in, you know, early access. So I don't think that's opened up yet because you're buying already into the game with the founders pack. But they will. <laughs> but I'm sure there could be, yes. Uh, because there's all kinds of different things you collect. Um, and I'm still learning about what that is. Uh, and even the, I think probably the better one that put it together and, but they're still learning is the game pass news guys over there. They talked about the currencies and what you can collect and trying to figure it out. Cause you can collect stars and moon, um, moon, moonshines. No, it's not moonshines. That's <laughs> something else. <laughs> you might, after, after you play the game, you might want to collect a few moonshines. That's, that's, if it's so that's a exciting. different game. That's a different thing. So <laughs> there's some moon things you can select or collect. So and it sounds like you're collecting all of the lucky charm marshmallows. Yes. You got to collect all the lucky charm marshmallows. Green and then you can buy moon, various things. Yellow stars. Them. Red balloons. So, yes. <laughs> I remember yeah. when those were new. <laughs> right now. When the balloons were new. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fi- let's find out how it goes like in the coming weeks as we g- go along. Yeah, I want to see what your interest bored, in this game is you know, over the next all that the kind next of stuff. Bit. But right now, I'm kind of riding on the high right now that hey, this is cool. I'm interacting with some cool characters and I'm questing and Do, well, everybody. Tasks. Let me ask you this: Will everybody interact with the same characters, or is there like a gotcha mechanic or or something like that where the characters every, will be every, different? I think all the characters are the same. Okay. Because it's part of the same quests. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. But I believe that eventually as the world starts opening up, because right now I'm again I'm just getting started. And I think the world opens up more and more as you get going. And you could probably go on your own paths. So okay. you could, you know, kind of like Legend of Zelda. I, I'm on the plateau right now, you know, in the game, comparing it to Breath of the Wild. I'm on the plateau. I'm still learning a lot of things about the game, putting things together collecting the things I can do, learning what I can do in the game. There will be a point where I get off the plateau uh, and then get open up the world and be able to do a lot more things. And I think that's when 
everybody's going to be able to go on their own paths. Are we playing Zelda now, or are we still? <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm just. You know, using his analogy. So. Look, it, yeah. There's. It's, it's cool. It's, cool. it's taking a lot of elements from a lot of different things, but because it's Disney, you get to play with the Disney characters. So, and you get to make your, you can dress up in a lot of the Disney type attire and stuff. So if you're, if you're, I'll say this, if you're a fan of animal crossing, if you're a fan of Disney and you are in total, you are totally into completing tasks, <laughs> then you're probably going to like this game and collectibles. There's a ton of collectibles. I mean, there's like, I probably like 10 different types of things you can collect in there. And just on one of the pages I can think of right now. So then, and, and that's, and I'm not even focusing on all of those because you can garden, you can cook, you can uh, quest, you can um, mine, you build friendships, you can fish. There's, there's so much stuff to do in there, but again, let's see how let's, keep going with this i'm gonna yeah. report okay. back in another week and see if i'm still Good riding deal. high on it <laughs> yeah i'll be interested i'll be interested to see because i mean i'm a disney fan yes but i don't know if i want to dive into another life sim yes that's what this is it is a it, it is categorized as a life sim adventure okay so Good deal. Those, any of those things appeal to you, then you might want to check it out, especially if you have Game Pass already. Then you might as well jump into the Founders Pack because you get the standard Founders Pack, the $30 one with your Game Pass. Pretty crazy. So, uh, and that also means that, like for me, here's an example. You cannot, if you play, if you get it on Game Pass, you cannot go to game, can't go to the Switch and play it because you have to have the Founders Pack on all of the systems in order to oh, connect it right now, because until the free crap. to play until the free to play so, comes out. So there is, it is cross cross console, but you have to yes. still have to buy it on the switch. You still have to have, you're only buying access to the one console. Essentially. If you happen to have it access, like, like for me, I wanted to play it on the switch. The they secondary system money. for me is, would be the Xbox or even the PlayStation, but because I have Xbox Game Pass, I get access to the Founders Pack there. So I'll have access to the things I already have on the Ultimate Edition on the on the Switch. If I were to go access the game on the Xbox, but there's also a catch to that. You have to make sure you are syncing to the cloud. There's actually a thing you have to go into the game and and in in there and make sure that you you. Uh, sign up for the account and then sync to the cloud so that when you go to do the same thing on that other device, then you'll Was be this able game to... developed by Nintendo game loft. Well, <laughs> they've probably learned from Nintendo. Disney and Nintendo always got to be so. There's always some catches, right? Right. They always got to have some of that in there. When it ever involves kids, it has to be more complicated. I, I'm guessing. So, yep. All right. So a lot about that. So I also been playing and actually beat RPG time legend of rights. I beat it last Whoa. night. In fact, all right. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything because I Thank really you. highly recommend that. Um, what did I compare this with? This is a um, like reading a bedtime story to your kids, but then 
you're playing it, you know, really adventurous bedtime story for the kids. Uh, it's such, such an endearing game. As I've mentioned before, it's, it's just such an experience to go through that. Um, I think, I think it's gotta be experienced by everybody who loves video games. So it may not be everybody's cup of tea. I already know not every game is everybody's cup of tea. And there's probably gonna be something that everybody's not gonna like. Like one of the things that I'm a little like, eh, it's an easy game. I, at least I felt, and I'm not a good gamer. And if I felt like it's easy, I'm sure other people are gonna go in and just be like, this was a cakewalk. What is this? You know? It's not a game to play for difficulty, but for the story and the effects. It's for yeah, the story and the ambiance. The the little bits of of just things that happen throughout the game. Yeah. Uh that happen in front of you or behind your character or around on the screen. There's a lot going on that is so much fun and just such a delight. I had smile on my face every time I played the game. Cause it was just like, just that type of game. Um, yeah, I'm still it's, rolling. It's, it, I can confirm. I bought it on Tim's <laughs> recommendation. I mean, he was, he was over here hyping it up, man. And uh, this week, on when yesterday actually i bought it and i'm not too far into it but it is absolutely yep. absolutely one of the most charming games i've ever played what's it cool about so it too immersive what's so, so cool good. about it is like you there's just marty as you start playing there's it's not just one mechanic you're playing throughout this game there's multiple game mechanics that you use when playing this game there's there's a common mechanic that goes throughout, especially like the major boss fights. Those are going to be common, but the smaller there's like mini games that you play through each of the yep. uh, world yep. chapters that you go through. And it, again, another endearing thing to this game. So, and I don't, I don't even want to tell you what kind of mechanics there are because it's, that's a spoiler in a way too. There's a lot of things that happen that go along with the story. Again, the other thing that's endearing about it is that this is a, from the point of view of a kid who created this RPG game in their notebook that you're playing in class or, you know, on an, somehow playing in class, but they're in a classroom <laughs> and they're playing it at the desk. Very long recess. Yes. In, in the notebook and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's animated, obviously in the pencil type animation and just, but it's not just the, everything that happens in the notebook. It's also everything that the kid brings to life outside of the notebook using uh, stationary classroom type uh, supplies. Like and with stuff the like calculator that. shown in the trailer? Yes. There's a calculator that was being used. There's a frog, uh, a paper frog, origami frog that they use, but then a real frog that they ended up using or the kid uses it in the storytelling. Uh, there's your the the story starts on one desk and then you the menu goes to another desk i mean it's just so clever and it's like you would think nintendo it has a lot of like a little bit of that nintendo feel but like also maybe even like pixar or something in there too or disney you know in a way but just so endearing and something special about this game that I'm trying to weigh where this falls for look, me I was thinking on the my same game thing. of the year for this year. Tim, <laughs> so. like, I, look, Live Alive is, is going to be in my contention for game of the year. 
Mm-hmm. But honestly, even with just a little time that I've spent with this, it's it's going to be like I'm going to have to to I'm going to have to do my my uh, discernment method for how yes. I, I. But like honestly, this, this what you said about it being Nintendo esque, it you just have to. It is so hard to describe this game. Yes, it is. Because there's so much going on. Like, okay, so if you love RPGs, great. There's something here for you. If you love like games like Yoshi's Woolly World or Yoshi's Crafted World because of the way the world's portrayed and the aesthetics, there's something here for you. If you love an enduring story, there's something here for you. If you love innovation in video games, there's something here for you. Yes. It's just like... I, maybe this is a little hyperbolic, but like a game like this does not come along very often. No, that's exactly good. And point. I'm afraid sure. that it's, I'm really afraid that it's getting buried. I'm afraid that it's flying under the radar uh, when it shouldn't. Yeah. I, and I, I really w- want to, to get people's attention. That's it's kind of why I've been hyping up live live so much is because I'm worried about the same thing is that, right. You don't get games like this very often, and we are getting now we're now we're getting two in the same year on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, and like, go play RPG time seriously. Yeah, I wish it's there was so a demo good. for it. You know, like one of those demos where you could play. A little I think bit it would ruin continue. Because you know what, I've heard so many people say that Live Alive's demo turned them off. That's true. Very true. And I like I don't know how they could have done a Live Alive demo any better. But just not including go uh, period. That's there you yes. go. There you go. Honestly, I think you're right. If they had done like if they had done the here, here's what they should have done. The three that they should have highlighted were prehistory and the um near future. Near future, but without all the opening stuff, let that be a oh, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. then um the uh the, the take the egg thing out too. Um, just like let you fight a couple of battles in the um the Masaru's one where you're learning the moves, the Street Fighter one, just so you have all of that variety in there, that would have hooked people. Definitely, definitely I, that makes a good point on the demo. Maybe demos, I'm wrong. But- I don't know. Let me make this last point on RPG time. Then you can take over with RPG time there, Marty. No, 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 I've said all I can say because I haven't played it that much. But let me say this last point in regards to RPG time, the legend of right. If you are a parent, I highly recommend this game to play for your kids. If your game, if your kids aren't into gaming or not, not that if they're not old enough yet to play and you want to introduce them to gaming, I think this would be a good game to introduce them to. Yeah. Or even if, if you want, if they just started gaming and you want to introduce them to RPG games, I think this would also be a good one with your help, of course, with the parents help. Cause there are going to be some difficult points. Uh, you got to be able to read. Yes. And read as well. Yes. But I think this is, like I said earlier, this reminds me of you being able to play a, a bedtime story in a way. Um, and I think this could be that type of th- thing for a parent to play with their kids watching and telling the story as you're playing through and letting them make choices. Cause there are points where you can actually make cho- choices in the game. So 
highly re- recommended. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah about- and the uh, the other thing too with that, um, I'll just throw this in there is, um, if you're a fan of board games too, you need to play this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Board board, board, board game, game people, fan, you, you go. are gonna love. You're gonna love RPG time. It seriously. Yeah, I talked about the game last week. I played like the first half hour or so and I'm liking it and I want to play it. I just, I've been, Inscription has had my attention all week. (laughs) Yeah. So Jesse, why don't don't we head over to you? Uh, Why don't we head over to you? Talk about what you've been playing um, since you mentioned Inscription. Okay. Well, so first, before I do that, I want to say I I I finished Picross 3D and then started Picross 3D round two. And I'm already meet just under halfway through it, maybe. So it's wow. just one of those. So, and well, I, I forgot how much more, you know, the, the fundamentals is the same, you know, rotate the block, chip away at what you don't want anymore. But th- this one adds second color, which because adding a, a third possible state for each block really changes the strategy. And uh, I've. Yep. It's it's really good and I like it. So someone asked, someone last week asked if it's worth getting. Yeah, it's worth getting. It's so frustrating good. too. So I'll just say that <laughs> the, sec- the second color is frustrating. Yeah, me. This one and this one has three or four different difficulty levels. I think what the differences are in the amount of hints that they give you on the sides of the cube and the harder. So, like, the harder you play it, the fewer hints they give you, but still enough that it's solvable with logic. But that also increases your score multiplier. So, I've been playing it on hard. I don't remember what I played it on the first when I played it through the first time through. But I'm playing it on on hard now. And because the hard multiplier doubles my score, even if I make one mistake, sometimes two, depending on the puzzle, I can still get the highest reward. So I don't feel like I have to go back and play a flawless game. Whereas in Picross 3D, you had to play a flawless game if you wanted to show the flawless score. In fact, I don't have a flawless score in this Picross 3D. There was the last two puzzles. I only got two stars out of three. I'm like, I don't, and I, I tried each, I tried both of those puzzles three times. Couldn't get it past the uh, target time. So I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to do this again. I'll go move on to the next game. <laughs> Anyway, so so again, those if you like puzzle games, those are good. Again, Picross 3D is on DS. Good luck finding a cart. <laughs> uh, Picross 3DS round two is Picross 3D round two is on 3DS. It's on the eShop. You you can still buy it, but you can't add any more credit to your eShop account anymore. So either you already have the credit, or you're you tie it to the same account as the Switch, then you can add funds on the Switch to spend on the 3DS, or be kind of screwed. I don't think this game had a physical release in North America. I, not, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I don't think it did. I think this was digital only here. Okay. Uh, again, I've been continuing through Inscription on, on PlayStation. I, 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 Finished the game two t- times on the PlayStation, so I've played the game in full four times total. Two on PC, two on, two on PlayStation. I got all of the trophies that you can get 
from the main game. The only trophies left that I haven't collected are in Casey's mod. And if you remember me talking about that from earlier this year, I have never beat a single run in Casey's mod. So I think I'm done with the trophies because I, I can't I can't beat that one. I don't know why. <laughs> if if I do go back and poke at it again, it'll probably be back to the PC version. Uh, I'm pretty much done pl- playing on PlayStation. So this weekend, I plan on going back to RPG time. Nice. Uh, and then the last game I, talk, I want to talk about Oh, I don't want to talk about it, but I have to talk about it. <laughs> Tem, Tem Tem, which we talked about two years ago when it was released on PC and early access as being a Pokemon clone. And, you know, a lot of a number of people out there are saying that it's better than Pokemon. In fact, I saw a video, I didn't watch it, but I saw a video recommended to me saying 10 reasons why Tem Tem is better than Pokemon. And, no, it's not. I can tell you that. It so I, I I did a stream for about an hour and a half last night. So that's out on our on our YouTube channel. Oh, Miss is in the chat, and he he watched me play it, so he can he can back me up on this. That game and thanks is for subscribing, sl- Miss. <laughs> <laughs> the game is first of all is a slog. It is so slow. Just just that's not good. I, I even had. Instant text in the dialogues. Of course, I was reading it out loud instead of just in my head as if I was playing it alone because I was on a stream. But it's still pretty chatty. The, the The battles are actually 2v2. So so you, you put out two and your opponent has two up to two. And that, that took a while to get used to because in Pokemon, if you had a double battle, say... I'm a, I have two opponents. I know each have has two Pokemon because you know, it says how many they have. If I focus on, say, the, the left character and knock out their two, then I'll just have the one character left one at a time because right. that person isn't going to send out his second one to fill in the hole. On Temtem, they do that. So I took out the two Pokemon from one guy, or the two Temtem from one guy, and then the other guy brought out his second Temtem. Hmm. So that, that caught me off guard. But okay, yeah, new game, new rules. That's fine. I get it. <laughs> Mecca asks, are there no single battles? It starts out with single battles, but as as you get into the game really relatively early, it will start sing, uh, doing doubles. Pretty much every. Every battle against an NPC trainer will be a double battle. And then even you can come up against wild Temtem, you know, two at a time as well. So basically, yeah, the whole the combat is geared around the 2v2. There's a stamina system on each monster where certain moves take away a certain amount of stamina. And then at the start of the next turn, they regain like three. So mm-hmm. I say, if this one, if my mine has twenty-five, uh, I can do a, a move that spends five, and then I'll get three back. So then I spend five more and get three back. That doesn't sound so bad until you want to do the move that costs twenty-one. So if I do that move that costs twenty-one, I'm down to four. I'll get three back to seven. I can't do that move twenty-one again. 
Well, I can, but there's penalties. If you do a move where you don't have enough stamina, the move will still trigger, but the my monster will become exhausted, it'll do self-damage, and will lose a turn. Mm. So, again, just the stamina system on itself, again, slows it down. There's more. <laughs> some some of the moves have a cooldown. Mm. So like like my starter has two moves that has to wait one turn before it can trigger it. The, I think in the little tutorial, they can go up to three or four. So, you know, you can only fire off your strong attack every two or three turns. In addition to the stamina system, that's just going to slows the game down further. Hmm. Mecca asks if I rage quit. No, I didn't rage quit. I quit at a reasonable location, the first town outside of the starter town. But again, it took me 90 minutes to get there. And I did not like how long, how long that took to do it. Again, I didn't like how the, the pacing of the game was really slow. I don't know these creatures. I don't know their types. I don't know their strengths and weaknesses. Well, when I if I have all everything in the Tempedia, I think that's what they called it, then it'll tell me which moves are stronger or weaker. But until I have both sides, both of the monsters, you know, what I'm fighting with and what I'm fighting against in the in the the decks, it's not going to tell me. And it'll tell me after the fact, yeah, this did half damage. This did double damage. But, again, I'm not going to know why, because I don't know what types these are. Mm. I don't know what, what types are even available. Right. So, yeah, it's a, mm. I, don't, I'm not, I don't like the game. I probably will try it one more, one more time, give it another hour to see if, you know, anything. Once I get past, you know, this first city, if that changes my mind, I doubt it will. Oh, and this is an MMO. So you, you're you seeing everyone else who's playing the game with you running around the same city or the, the same field. If if you, they'll, you'll see an NPC facing a pl- another player character with like a, a an attack icon above their head showing this player is busy doing a battle with against this NPC that will then attack me as I walk by. Mm. So... <laughs> Hey, it's Chad. You, Ask what game you, is this? This, you, is, this is Temtem. You were you were describing video game hell. Yeah, me like it. This sounds like the biggest exercise in futility. Ever. <laughs> Jesse, welcome to hell. This is your torture. If, you know, like it's welcome to hell. Yeah, you, know, like you, <laughs> you just have to play Tim Tim forever. Yes. Uh, you have one more thing. to the end of the game. One more thing I want to throw out there. Oh, Lord. There's more. There's a premium currency. Of course there is. With microtransactions. The oh game is $45. This is not a free to start game. I didn't look at the transactions. I didn't look to see what I can do with the premium currency. I didn't want to know. You can probably get shiny Tim Tim. 
or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be too close to Pokemon. They're sparkling, sparkling. or iridescent. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, as Chad asked if EA already got a hold of it. No, it's not an EA game, but it might as well have been. Maybe, it just sounds... maybe it's the opposite and you get Matt Temtems. <laughs> you get cell shaded 2D Temtems. Yes. Oh my gosh. This sounds awful. I'm yeah, that, I, that, that I like. Any poker waifus? No, not really. The the models are really generic. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So again, you can see me struggle or suffer through an hour and a half of this. I probably spend about ten or fifteen minutes in the character creator. Oh <laughs> and you know, you know, I, I like to go through menus and nitpick on bad UI design. This one is like the worst one. There's an option where there's two I have I'm in a the menu has multiple columns and then I can choose between if I like one of the columns only has two options. One's colored white, one's colored blue. And it cycles through. If you go up, 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 it'll cycle through. Which So up, basically, in this case, up is the same as down. Which one's the active option? Is it the white one or the blue one? Oh, my gosh. I'll give you a hint. I guessed wrong the first time. <laughs> It's the white one. The white one they is really, the one that's they, so- they the the funny I guess the funny part about this is they legitimately want people to pay money to play this game. That's uh, that's it's pathetic. It's pitiful. Wow. Yeah, Miz yeah, again, Miz was in in the chat with me last night. He says the game doesn't look good. <laughs> Just wait for Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Yep. I'm looking forward to that one. There's a reason why um, Pokemon is has been around fact, as long as it I don't. Is. I don't remember if I've said it on show yet. I think I've mentioned it in the post show, but my plans for uh, for I think for Violet and Scarlet is remember several months ago I bought the Japanese game vouchers. I'm redeeming one of I think it's. Scarlet, yeah, Scarlet, from the Japanese shop with one of those game vouchers, so I can start playing it on Thursday. Okay. I plan on taking that Thursday off of work, and while I'm not going to live stream it, could we probably get in trouble? I will record the first hour, hour and a half, and have that video live at like eight a.m. Jesse, that's a legitimately purchased copy. I mean, I don't think you can get in trouble for that. <laughs> I mean, review, I'm not review gonna embargoes. Risk it. Review embargoes will be up several days before. Yeah. You know, I'm that. not going to risk it. So I'll, I'll post a VOD Friday morning. I got you. I got you. Well, I'm looking forward to that, actually. Um, so that's what Jesse's been playing. Let me talk real quick about uh, this. Maybe may surprise some people uh, who've listened to the show. Uh, but this week, I just finished Delta Rune Chapter One and Two. Uh, for the first time, uh, I love Undertale. Love Undertale. It's one of one of my top five games of all time. Uh, Delta Rune Chapter One and Two are really good, guys, and they're free. 
So if you've not played this game yet, you you really need to check it out. I've had a ton of fun with this, trying to figure out uh, how it's connected to Undertale, uh, if it's connected to Undertale, whatever it is. But um, I, I, I hesitated on this game because I'd started Delta Rune Chapter 1 a couple of times. It just hadn't grabbed me. But I'd also hesitated on it because I wanted to wait until more chapters were out. But after playing Live Alive, um, I just wanted another RPG. So uh, I thought this would be a good one. My son has been pressuring me. He's been bullying me uh, to, to finish uh, Deltarune uh, 1 and 2. And apparently we're supposed to be getting something this week. Uh, Toby Fox says it's not a game because there's not any more games coming out or there wouldn't be any more chapters coming out this year, but um, that there'd be something to celebrate the, the anniversary of, of Deltarune. So now yeah, I'm going I, to look I, while we're I, talking. I think but, he said starting with Chapter 3, he's going to start charging for it. And Yeah, three, I, and, that, and that's okay because I think he said with starting with Chapter 3, it's going to be uh, a pretty more, like there's going to be more. Yeah, well, like, it, it could be that you get three, four, and five, or whatever the end of the story is all at once. I would love that. I don't know if that's There's actually true, seven. There's seven chapters. Oh, boy. So maybe not the yeah. whole game, but it's something I'm, I'm remembering that he plans on releasing more than one chapter at a time. But again, it could be yeah, wrong. With on that. September 5th, he said, won't be able to put out any new chapters of Delta in this year, but as usual, we have a little something special. Plan for the anniversary of Undertale Delta Rune Chapter 2. See you next week. So cool. maybe an announcement of when those are coming out uh, or something like that. But I mean, I, I just love, gosh, it's so good. It's in the chat says that it, he heard it's not connected. Mm. It's just oh, well. using same characters, but in a different story. Yeah, I get that. But then look. There's there's moments where characters recognize like your character recognizes other characters. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. I I think there's a connection. I think it's going to be a big mid game reveal. Maybe that makes sense. I mean, uh, and there's only like you, two chapters. <laughs> the, for those of you who got who have finished it, uh, one chapters one and two so far. Uh, that the ending of chapter two freaked me out. I was like, "What?" <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't even like, remember what happened. It's been so long since I played it. It was it was actually more like what because I was playing it at twelve o'clock uh, in the morning. <laughs> you had to whisper it, laying in bed. Uh, so yeah, I've also been playing uh, some more TMNT Calabunga Collection. I just love it. It's so good. We played some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, and uh, we'll probably beat Turtles in time. This weekend, just cause, cause I want to, cause it's good. Uh, but that's yeah, that's really all I've been playing. Um, I think gotta ask you this, cause yeah. you played you played the Revenger, uh, Shredder's Revenge, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you could only get pick one, which one would you pick? Oh, don't ask me to choose. <laughs> um, which version of Turtles in Time? No, oh, I'm saying if you had only pick one of these two games, the oh, Calabunga which one collection or the Revenge. Oh gosh, um, Calabunga collection. Okay, because there's too many on there that are good. Uh, even the Game Boy games are good. So 
Yeah, I would I would go Calabunga Collection. Even nice. though Shredder's, I would really be sad to lose Shredder's Revenge because it's so good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> I want Splatoon to Three play is that. live, right? Is now live. What? Splatoon Three is now live. Splatoon Three oh, is sorry, now. We're live. ending the podcast now, so we. Can- All right. Well, bye. No community spotlight <laughs> this week. It's been episode three hundred ninety-one. Um, Nintendo Dads. No. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I I'm gonna throw this into what I've been playing simply because I don't know where else to play it. Um, longtime listeners of the show know that I uh, have been really big on Fortnite. Uh, I think that maybe I'm done. Ooh. I, I really do. Like I made it to level 100 this season and I have not touched it in weeks. And part of it is, um, I went back to school and like a lot of expendable time that I had where I was leveling up is now gone. So I don't know if I'm going to like, I'm already in, in the crew for this month, which means I'm going to get the battle pass for the next quarter, I guess, or next few months for free, free. If you want to put quotes around it. Yeah. Uh, so I may dip into that, but I like, it may be losing my interest. I think it ruined my interest in video games for a while, actually, because I was so laser focused on it that that's yeah. all i played and everything else kind of felt stale and then live live came along and ruined that so <laughs> it's it's uh, it has changed me as a gamer I, I really believe that i believe games can do that but yep. anyway that's what we've been playing guys uh let's turn on the community spotlight <laughs> All right, uh, here at the top, let's talk a little, a few contests here. Tim, why don't you fill us in on this sure info thing. and then uh, get right into our questions too. Yep. And before we do that, actually, just shout out to everybody who's joining us live tonight in our yeah. Twitch and YouTube and in our Facebook channels. Uh, Mecha Dragon always showing up. Uh, we had Miz who's showing up. Earlier today, we had uh, Matt Burke. And solo something. I don't know if they're still hold on. Up, hold up, hold up. The Miz is in our chat. Yeah, the Miz. The like, Miz. No, the Miz. Yes, the Miz. Miz one K three. The Miz. You could have lied to me, and I would have just been content. <laughs> Simon Hawkins. Uh, it. Uh, hey, it's Chad. Was here. Um, Hambone Johnny said, "Hey, hey." Yep, Hambone Johnny. Hambone. So Nimfrendo. And Tony Baker, Ryan Garbutt, and Nevisel says boom. <laughs> Nevisel, all kinds, all kinds of our friends. And I apologize if I missed your name here. I'm, I'm gliding through the list really quick. So, but just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who stopped by or who is still here. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. So, no, uh, you're. Uh, I didn't know this, but your Splatoon level comes over too from Splatoon two. That's cool. Yeah. I guess. Oh. I didn't play it enough, so I'll probably still be what, level seven. 13. That should tell you something. <laughs> I was probably seven or something like that. All right. So real quick, we have contests going on throughout our various podcasts uh, and communities. We have Monthly Mayhem, which is wrapping up over there uh, just in time for probably a Splatoon thing. I'm sure they'll be working on something there. Uh, then there's also the 
dad's bounty boards that are going on. You have to listen to their show in order to find out what the latest bounties are. And then also Game Pass News Achievement Hunters will be releasing their latest achievement hunting goal next week is from what I've been told. So lots going on there. And now let's jump into some of the questions we got. Uh, we got a few from various places here. So starting with Discord, we got Jamie or JDP Cart 18. Do you believe that Nintendo content creators are too focused on a negative side of the last few months of the performance of a company? I listen to many podcasts that focus on Nintendo and the sentiment across many shows has been consistently shown to be negative. While this isn't really the issue, the issue is when these creators continually harp on the negativity that it becomes more detrimental than helpful. Focusing on negativity all the time cannot be good for everyone's mental health, not just the creators, but their audience as well. Is it time to focus more on the positives of the company's games and regarding the negatives, provide constructive feedback about what should be changed in their opinion, and then leave it be until the next issue comes along? What do you guys think? Mm. Should, should there's, I mean, probably simplest form has got to be balanced, right? But I, I think a lot of these podcasts probably think, let's talk about negativity to get the ratings, right? Or get people to yeah, listen. That, that's so, what I was going to say. Negativity gets more clicks. Yeah. So what do you guys think? On the negativity stuff. I mean. I, I think it's easy to talk about negativity, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I think that, um, well, I, and maybe that, maybe I say that because I struggle with being a glass half empty guy and I don't want to be, I want to be, I would rather be a glass half full. Uh, or as I realize in my life, my glass is pretty dang full. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty blessed. All right. So, yes. but I think it's easier to join the mob of negativity because uh, whether, you know, this goes back to last week as we talked about fandoms and about how, um, entitlement, like, you know, I said, the entitlement is, is ruining fandoms. Um, I think th that negativity is a, is a place where negative uh, negativity is a place where entitlement is bred. All right. We're like, we don't like this. It sucks. Uh, and then you find somebody else who says it sucks. Well, then that doesn't just suck. Nintendo sucks. And, you know, not just this game sucks, but all of Nintendo sucks. And then everyone's going to escalate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really easy to be negative because you don't have to think about and defend what you're positive about. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're negative, you just well, I don't like it. Well, okay, great. Awesome. You don't like it. But well, but if you raise your hand, you're like, oh yeah, it's not as bad as you think it is. It's not as, you know. Well, why do you say that? Why don't you say that? Don't you know this and this and this? It sucks. And then everybody else kind of piles on. Well, well, like look what I talked about. I spent five minutes not not just saying Temtem sucks, but exactly what I didn't like about it. <laughs> you did, you did, but 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 here's the thing: you did that by playing it. You experienced right. it. And so That's, you were able to say, you were able to say, I don't like this. It sucks because I've spent time with it. I spent yeah, 90 minutes with it. 
versus uh, just hearing someone else's complaints and then exactly. not, without playing it, continuing it. Exactly. That's a good point. That's my point is that I'm, and, and Jesse, I would say, like, I think, did you, <laughs> this is the wrong way to say this. You earned the right to say it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you know, like I like that's why when I do first look videos on our YouTube channel, like I am like, here's what I didn't like about it. Here's what I did like about it. Um, there was a um, there was one that uh, honestly, like I can uh, there's a glaring example that stares out uh, is in my mind and it's called. Um, um, let me let me find this game because I want to get it right. Um, it was, it was a game and I did the, the video food truck. It was like a food truck fighting game and it sounded super cool. And then we got it food truck arena. You go look it up a year ago. Uh, it's kind of like rocket league, but with food trucks and it's God awful. It's terrible. Um, wow. I put the, I put the time in and I don't say that about many games. Like, uh, I got 12, I, I got less than 12 minutes on the video and I was like, I'm done. I, I just can't do this anymore. Well, yeah. I, you know, it, I, I can't play it anymore. Um, so I, I think that I would like to see more positives. I think there's great examples of positive podcasts out there. Yes. And positive, like that's one of the big reasons that I'm not only a listener of, but a patron of Kit and Krista's podcast, because they do put a positive spin on a lot of stuff. And I know that when they say this is not good, I didn't like it. I can trust that. Right. Because they're not, they're not corporate. And that's you know, a good point right there is like, if, if everything you say is negative, then it's like, okay, it, it, I actually think of it this way. I know this for a fact. I've seen it happen where I even had people tell me I'm probably an overly positive person. So I talk about things without saying things negatively about something. So people aren't likely to take my advice. Like, now that we both talked about RPG time and now Jesse's going to be playing it, then, you know, there's more validity to what I'm saying. But if I was just talking about RPG time saying, you got to go play, it's an awesome game. People aren't going to go play it. Cause I'm always positive about games and stuff like that. They're probably, like, Oh, Tim's probably just like, you know, everything's good to Tim. So it's, you know, who knows if it's actually <laughs> bad. So there's the opposite side of that too. So there's, again, there's that balance. I think that has to be there. But I think a lot of people tend to get caught up in certain things, too, where it's like, OK, I might be getting too positive. So I need to say something negative to be balanced. And then they start getting too negative or something like that or vice versa. I worry about being too, too positive, like almost feeling like it like a Nintendo corporate shill, you know, like, like oh, Marty, Marty likes everything, yeah. you know, and I struggle with that. So. Yeah. I, I want to do some of the negativity too. And I think sometimes negativity can get out of hand. Right. right? But here's and, the thing. And about it's how that. we say how we approach the negativity as well. So like oh, yeah. the constructive feedback is, is the key there. And also how we provide uh, that negativity, I guess, you know, if, if we're being negative about something, it's not making somebody else feel 
like they're a lower life being because they think it's a great game or something. Or they like something. Yeah, right? or they like something. Yeah, they like my, it, but my wife we don't. Listens, so. my, my wife listens to a podcast where they use a phrase, don't yuck somebody else's yum. Yes. And, and I think that that's, and, and, you know, I have to tell my son that a lot. So he'll be like, I, I'll, I'll give you a great example. Recently, uh, my daughter has decided that she wants to watch Grey's Anatomy. Do I I'm like sorry. Grey's Anatomy? Nope. Does any, does anyone, all the rest of us like Grey's Anatomy? No. Does she take over my TV a lot of days and watch three or four hours of Grey's Anatomy? Yes. But my son's always forever in the background going, watch Grey's Anatomy. It sucks. Grey's Anatomy is stupid. <laughs> Doctors are stupid. It sucks. So sucks. And I just always have to tell him, it's like, dude, what did this show ever do to you? Right. Like, like what, what? And it's, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It sucks. I'm like, don't yuck her yum. Yep. She should I mean, go. she's not constantly behind you yeah, like, exactly. while you're at your computer going, uh, playing Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story sucks. Exactly. She Mario and Luigi sucks. Game Boy sucks. You know, or 3DS sucks. She's not sucks. doing any of that. <laughs> she's just living her life. Right. Let, let her live her life. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, 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 say, uh, I say that what I said because my oldest daughter has pretty much been has been binge watching Grey's Anatomy for four years. Like she's probably seen the entire series. Six well, my daughter times. has cut through three seasons in a week or two. And there's like 10 or 11 seasons of that thing. There's 19. 19? Oh, crap. I didn't think it was oh, that yeah. many. It's been oh, going yeah. on. I, yeah. It's been going on for a long time, but I didn't realize it was that long. <laughs> That's crazy. So, all right. That is a great question, Jamie, and obviously got us to have a long discussion about that. Andros also gave us a question, a few questions, it looks like. Uh, if you could go back in time and start podcasting and content creation sooner in your life, would you do it? The background to that question is I often wish, and this is Andros, again, from our friends at Nintendo Pals, uh, he said, I often wish I discovered the hobby sooner. I enjoy it so much that, and feel like a lot of building the skills and an audience around content creation is just time. Imagine where I'd be now if I'd started as a podcaster when I was in college or high school. Not something I can go back and change, but, and here's the key here that I thought I should highlight, but as a parent, I have the goal to introduce my kids to opportunities to learn new hobbies and skills and hopefully foster ones that like they like early. Maybe they'll find their thing much sooner than I did. So question basically, would you go back in time and tell yourself, hey, you're going to love this. Go start early. Hmm. I'll see. I'm kind of. I think I'm in that weird age where, if if I like podcasting didn't really exist as a thing when I was in my 20s, it was just uh, like the closest would have been. You know, I, I could have recorded audio. I you know editing it would have been more, much more difficult. And where do I put it? I don't know. So. So, you know, and again, I, I, I've been, you know, podcasting on and off for t 12 years. I started with the VG Tribune in 2010. And 
while there has been podcasting since earlier than that, I think it's still relatively was still relatively new, and you know, I was learning a lot of things then. But one thing that podcasting has done is, is helped me with kind of like my the public speaking. That's the part growing up, I was was really horrible at and <laughs> and uh but i remember yeah. like when i when i did my uh undergrad and masters back in you know 2010 through 2013 i think is when i graduated uh you know the teachers could tell that my ability to speak in class is improved or in front of the class not necessarily just in class, but at the front of the class has improved just because I've had more practice speaking in front of a microphone every week for, yeah. for a while. This was all before Nintendo dad started. This was all just when I was doing round table. Nice. It's funny. You brought up the whole, you know, back when we were in our twenties, this wasn't really going on. Right. So, um, but I actually did record on tape and actually did record a few things with friends on tape. And I have those tapes somewhere around here where we're just goofing around doing fake interviews and, or doing, you know, just having a good time and, or being fake DJs uh, or I was being a, a fake DJ, you know, so just in between your real DJ gigs. <laughs> that was later <laughs> on. That was when I actually became a DJ. Okay. So I, actually I did that a lot of that stuff when I was in my teens. Uh, and then when I got older that I actually got DJ equipment and did some DJ stuff, uh, but I didn't have to speak as much there. It, you know, it was just more of introducing the song if I had to, or introducing people or whatever, you know, it wasn't like we do now. Uh, but I agree with this, doing this now, it's also been an improvement on things for me, career wise, uh, speaking wise, um, uh, I still stumble over words, but not as bad as I used to. Um, and people have noticed it too and made mention it to me. So, and I've actually had somebody ask me, Hey, so what, what have you been doing and all that kind of stuff? And I, and they mentioned, um, I was, I don't know if anybody saw this in a discord and I don't know if you saw this, Jesse, but I entered a contest at work, like who, the, who, who's the nerdiest at our work, essentially at our company contest so i entered i didn't see in this but yeah as a you know i entered in i'm a nintendo dad with you know three other guys and we do a podcast on a weekly basis and i also you know do streams and uh youtube videos on games and stuff like that you know all around video games nintendo games i entered it in and i actually won second place in the contest so you know out of three places so uh, which was really cool. And I had somebody reach out to me and we talked about it and, and we talked about the, what I've been learning from the experience and that, and like what you said, how to speak much better at, in front of people has, this has helped me with for sure. I, I speak gooder than before. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, just being able to confidently, I guess, more confidence in front of people, I suppose is a better way to then my English hasn't gotten better, but my <laughs> confidence has gotten better. <laughs> um, but as far as being able to go back, uh, I think there's been times with the video editing or creating some of those YouTube videos that we worked on or that I worked on. Uh, I wish I would have gone back and got into more of a media type position. Although 
my position as instructional designer that I've done for most of my career up until recently, I did a lot of creating. I created uh, e-learning or you know computer-based training. Um, so courses there. So I got to be creative there. And I transitioned some of those things I learned there to the, uh, you know, the videos I've done. In fact, I used a lot of those things that I did when I was, did the first video for the Nintendo dads that I ever did when I did a review, uh, back in 2017. So, um, see now that I think about it, you know, when I was in high school, I had a bunch of friends who worked slash volunteered at the, the cable station owned by the school district and they would they 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 ran a show every, uh, I think Friday night Saturday morning called why are you up you know why are you dash up and it so it was you know broadcast live they had people call in and ask questions and I was actually there in, in the live studio audience for a few times, but, you know, obviously doing cable, you know, to prepare a cable channel, uh, I mean, a video for a cable broadcast, there had to have been editing involved, but, and I know they had used to have an Omega, an Amiga toaster software, but, you know, I don't like, how do you, you know, I would have liked to have learned how to edit, analog video and audio yeah it's much more difficult than what it is today with digital i'm sure yes <laughs> yeah there's been times where even you know the very beginning of me being involved with the nintendo dads i thought of switching careers and going to a school here called specs howard where they have digital media courses and stuff like that in various areas so including like graphic design or you know like i said digital media content creation and work, working in the, in that field, but it doesn't pay very well. <laughs> so I didn't have the luxury of doing that. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, do I wish I could have gone back to do that? I think it would have been cool to be able to get in the field a lot earlier. So, but I don't have any regrets where, how I got where I am now. Let's put it that way. So what about yes. you, Marty? Uh, so Maybe people know, because uh, I think I, I've talked about it a couple times on the show, that uh, I was actually on two other podcasts before I joined the Nintendo Dads. And uh, that the second one that I was on was actually how I came to be on Nintendo Dads, because we were doing that oh, show that's at the time. When I found, that's when we found you, yeah. And um, we did a contest between the two of us, uh, Mario Maker was out oh, on the Wii U. Oh, I remember this. And we had to design a level, uh, <laughs> you know, that the uh, the other show would play for bragging rights and uh, basically to say who was the better podcast. And we won. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they, the Nintendo Dads won me. <laughs> After <laughs> uh, I came in... Uh, to the show right before the reveal of the switch. I think it was, it was November and they revealed there, or maybe they had already revealed the switch. I don't know. They revealed it it in October of uh, 2016. Okay. So I came in in November and then um, was there for the big reveal in January. Nice. Um, 
I wasn't but, available on that night because I had a business trip and I was, that happened during the, re- that live presentation was going on during my return flight. Oh, so pretty much as terrible. soon as I, as soon as I touched down, I started watching it uh, on my phone. And then when I got into the car and ready to drive home, I was listening into the rest of uh, like Zach and Justin's live reaction. But I, I will say about uh, content creation, um, I, I'm cool with when I came into it. Uh, I, I, it was like I always did acting and and things when I was in school as part of drama and forensics, and even being a pastor now. I mean, I speak publicly, so I'm. But I, so I, it wasn't something that like really just like wanted to do. But I still have a really hard time, like, like, ju- like, rectifying in my head that people want to hear what I have to say. Uh, that to me is still like a weird thought. Yes. Um, so I get like, I would be sad if 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 what we had ended, but I can't sit here and say that like, oh, I wanted it to be, you know, like I've always wanted to be a movie star or whatever. Not, not really. <laughs> not really. Like I always wanted people to hear my voice. Not, not really. Uh, so I, I, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. And I, I love the aspect of this whole thing that allows me to get to do some of this with my kids. Um, yeah. and, but like, I think back to like the very first game that I ever tried to stream was snake pass on the, the, oh, yeah. the switch. <laughs> I'm sorry. And yeah. And like, uh, I was doing it from like some equipment that didn't work good together and all kinds of stuff. And so now, yeah. So I like, go back and look at that versus where I am now. Like I'm proud of that. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But, um, you know, like Justin says a lot, this is, that's not a job. It's a hobby. It's a way to hang out with friends. It's a way to to talk about topics that maybe I don't have people to talk about. And I don't. I don't have anybody like around me that like wants to geek out about Nintendo. Right. Uh like this. Uh and so I'm okay with that. That's why I keep showing up on Thursday nights. Um and I we do. did have we did have the uh the um the editing s- stuff in high school, like the manual editing machine where you had to spin the wheel. And yeah. cut and yeah, it, I never learned how to do it though. Uh, but That's I remember cool. being in there and seeing it. Yep, I do like, like I said, what Andros said about what he's learned from this and what he wants to instill in his kids. And I think I've done that with my kids because there have been things that I wish I could have done sooner rather than later, and trying to make it apparent to my kids as well the opportunities that are out there. So I think that's a great point that Andros brought up. So great questions, great questions from our friends over at Nintendo Pals. Zablanc from our uh, family podcast, The Dads After Dark Show. Uh, Question. I think think this is a question more for you, Tim. Would you rather (laughs) live the rest of your life on an island with nobody to talk to, your toenails peeled off, that feeling that you have to sneeze, but you never do every waking moment, no clothes, no shade, no sunscreen, a permanent migraine headache, hiccups that never go away, and have diarrhea 12 times a day. Or play one hour of Disney Dreamlight Valley. Wow. I think we know how he feels about it, right? 
I would definitely, even if I didn't own Disney Dreamlight Valley, I would pick Disney Dreamlight Valley over all of that. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty comprehensive list of suffering. Yes, I, I, yeah. Great question, though, Zablanc. And uh, or play an hour of Tim Tim. <laughs> or yes. Oh gosh. Again, I would pick Tim Tim over that first option of <laughs> suffering. <laughs> All right. Next question from Solo Something. With the Mario movie coming, it got me thinking this week about the Nintendo Dad's movie tastes. What is each of your favorite genres of movies? And what is one of your top three movies of all time? Ooh. Ooh, this is a good question. During the pre-show, um, we talked about Short Circuit. And I mean, that's a movie <laughs> I liked. <laughs> I mean, I like that as a movie, but like when I'm thinking about... Um, genre of movies. Genre. One of your top um, three movies I, of all time. I would say like... Not as much fantasy, but sci-fi, you know, like like superhero movies, action, comedy type of movies. That's what I want to say too. Like, can that be a thing? Can that can sci-fi superhero be a thing together? Is it a thing? Well, I, I was saying that is two separate genres. <laughs> oh well, no, I'm I'm mashing them up as as one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, they can be. I'm sure they. I'm sure there's well, some movies that are combined. Favorite yeah. genres, so it is plural. So there you go. You can have multiple favorites genres, and then yeah. one of one of your top three movies of all time. I don't watch mm. many movies multiple times anymore that I like, but. Uh, I think the the movie I'll go back to multiple times is like you know see like like Justice League animated movie uh, the Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. So I, I I think I've seen that one that movie probably a dozen times since that's been out. I probably watch that yearly, <laughs> almost. No, so uh, yeah, anim- uh, pretty much animation in general is a genre, another genre that I like. You know, not uh, not all animation are uh, movies I like, but as a whole, I will you know try almost any animated movie. I give give them give them a try. Not a fan of like the newer techniques. I'm more of a fan of the classic two D hand drawn at- art. Okay. Nice. If for me. And this will probably explain also my favorite type of genre. One of my all-time favorite movies is The Matrix. Okay. So that watching that movie in 1999 in Hollywood at the Chinese theater, just, just the movie, just being there alone was blew my mind. But the movie itself blew my mind, just how different it was, everything different all the action sequences, all that kind of stuff. And it's ever yeah, since and, then. And for 99, the effects were impressive. They were, they were outstanding. Honestly, it's, y'all, it's still kind of impressive to watch. Yeah, they, they, they hold up. Yep. So th- that is my all time, one of my all time favorites on that list. And that is the type of genre, one of the type of genres I like for sure. 
So and there's like, that's like definitely one of those genres where if it comes out in the theater and I'm interested, I want to go see it in the theater and then I'll own it at home and watch it a hundred times. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see for me, I think, um, let's see, gosh, Nintendo pals is rating us. Woo. Thank you. Nintendo, What's pals? Up, Nintendo pals, uh, favorite, one of my top three movies of all time. Okay. I can name my top three movies of all time. And this should give you great insight into who I am as Uh-oh, a person. Hi. Sean Capri uh, says hi. And, hey, Sean Capri. <laughs> um, Empire Strikes Back. Transformers the movie. And Nacho Libre. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> That's an interesting split. That's just it. That's it. Those are my top three movies of all time. I'm nice. sorry if that offends anybody, but uh, each of those it is should a cinematic, not offend anybody. It's a, it's a cinematic masterpiece in its own right, each and every one of them. So, yes, there you go. Um, Transformers, the movies up there for me as well. Yeah, not not any no Michael Bay Transformers movies. That's not nope. what I'm talking about. I said Transformers, the movie. And the that, movie. You say that that's the animation the movie. 1986. Movie. Robert Stack, Orson Welles. Optimus Prime dies, ruins my childhood. Yes. Yeah, makes me the man I am today. If my name alone, my screen name alone should tell you my favorite movies. Neo Prime. Neo Uh, Prime. Yeah, Neo Prime. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember last last year or the year before, I watched both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year was, they did a, Showing in theaters for the 35th anniversary. I went of to that Transformers the movie earlier this year. They did this the same for GI Joe the movie. Uh, so I saw that. Not as good. I like the Transformers movies better. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, that, I, I, mean... I, 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 that's you know we talked about double dipping last week. I own the the Blu-ray from the 30th anniversary of Transformers the movie, and then the Ultra Blu-ray version of. 35th anniversary version. Got the 40th one coming out soon. Nice. <laughs> yeah, four years to go for that one. Yep. All great stuff, okay. guys. Yeah, that's uh, outstanding. Outstanding Ms. question. We- Ms. says Ghostbusters 2, best movie of all time, period. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> there you okay, go. Okay, look, that's, uh, there's a Nintendo connection, right? That, that's a yeah, great yeah. movie. So I, I, I yeah. love Ghostbuster movies. Those are awesome. Um, all right. Michael PJP asks, what's a Nintendo theme Transformers collaboration figure that you'd like? I've already thought about this. Go for it. Uh, I want um, I want a, a clown car that transforms into Bowser. <laughs> that's awesome i love it i want a samus ship that ship that turns into samus Ooh. okay <laughs> that's a good one too With the star fox there you go they they they, 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 they have to do it with star fox too yes if you want to get into beast wars you can have a pig that transforms into ganondorf <laughs> yes there you go i mean Nintendo says 
uh, Robo Jesse Soundwave. <laughs> it ejects real cats from its chest. <laughs> meow, I want meow. that as a t-shirt. I want Robo Jesse <laughs> Soundwave with a cat coming Yes. Evansell says Star Fox that turns into a sub. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I think I think I need to talk to Adam because I he, uh, owes, he owes me a character drawing. Maybe I'll ask him to draw that one for me. Try, oh, draw me Robo Jesse with a cat. Can we get can we chest. get a uh, a robot <laughs> king of Hyrule that transforms into a boat? <laughs> I like okay. that one. It's canon. Yes. All right. Great. That was another great question. That was of a course, good we question. Have a lot of fun. And the last one is from our Patreon. Derek sent us a question over there. Do you think Ubisoft will include the Switch with its Assassin's Creed reveal on the 12th? I would love to see Origins or Odyssey on the Switch and not the cloud version. Do we think we will get anything like that on the Switch? They've been pretty good about putting Assassin's Creed on the Switch, so I wouldn't see why not if it's technically possible. Obviously, been profitable because they've kept doing it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. You know, if they're doing, you know, if they're doing something, you know, targeted at PS Five, Xbox Series X, I don't know if they would want to dumb it down for Switch. Mm. Yeah, I would really like to see them just. Uh, use that to focus on Mario and Rabbids, but where's the Sansa Time remake? Yeah, <laughs> um, COVID still on that's the answer for everything, right? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's probably true. I I always hope that we always get Assassin's Creed games on the Switch. Um, these ones I'm afraid may not come until we get a successor to the Switch. Yeah, um, I got you. So, but I'm I'm more than happy to be happily surprised if we get at least Origins or something. That'd be cool. Yep. All right. So I'll quickly go over our Nintendo Nintendo Dad's family of podcasts for our listeners. If you haven't already gone over to listen to our other podcasts in our in our family of podcasts, please consider going on over. They're available everywhere. Podcasts can be heard which is you can go listen to Game Pass News, which they'll be dropping episode 69, Dreamlight Pass News is the title for that one. They just recorded that one today, and they usually drop them on Saturdays. So by the time you're done with ours, you might be ready to listen to theirs. Um, where They also talk about the games they've been playing, Game Pass favorites from the week, or things they've been listening to, or upcoming games that they're going to be playing from Game Pass. Great stuff. And if you're not following them on Twitter, go follow them on Twitter too. Lots of great information from them. So if you're overwhelmed for from having Game Pass, they will help you along the path of finding some good gems that you may have missed. There's also Dad's After Dark Show. They are going to be dropping episode 108, which is a bonus episode in their time frame this Monday. But recently, they just dropped a special episode where John talks about his top 10 favorite roguelikes. Marty, you might be interested in listening to that one. So I would. He said, what makes a good roguelike is one of the questions he answers. Which well-known roguelikes didn't hit the mark and which one was his favorite? So go check that one out, especially if you're into roguelikes. Mm. 
And then don't forget our retro logic, uh, not ours, but retro logic in our family of podcasts, which has three different podcasts, all with the retro feel. The main one, Retro Logic, which dropped episode 86, where they talk about fighting games. There's On Topic Retro, episode 13 dropped, where they talk about Eliminator for the NES or Eliminator Boat Duel. So a couple of classics there. And then also Retro Groove, who's been doing our uh, their special guest uh, Let's Plays of the We Are OFK uh, episodes for us. In fact, there's one that we have to get out there very soon if we haven't done it already. Um, for that, I think it's episode four, and then episode five will be dropping soon. So a couple more episodes to get through, but good ones to check out if you're on the fence about We Are OF, OFK. It's a different way of listening to music, but you're playing a game, kind of like a storytelling, narrative way of listening and playing a music video in, in a sense, too. Uh, but in their episode, episode three, Retro Grooves, episode three, they talk about movie soundtracks. So we were talking about our favorite movies, but they talk about top five movie soundtrack albums of the 90s. So any movie soundtracks that you might have been into the 90s, go check out and see if it made their top five. Cool runnings. Better be there. <laughs> so, Yes. So all of those things will ha- you have to go listen. I still have to listen, and I, I think I'll have to try to do that sometime this weekend because I want to see what made it to the list. But with that, that's all what's going on in our family of podcasts and in our community. And thanks to everybody who sent us in questions. Don't forget, you can send us questions in any of the places that we're at. Uh, and you don't have to wait for us to ask for them. You can send it to us via email which Marty will talk about in a minute where you can send that you can send it to us in chat form here right now. If we, if we happen to keep an eye out for that or discord or Patreon or Twitter, or even YouTube, if you leave a comment on one of the videos, all kinds of different ways. So that's it. Yep. That's it for episode 391 of Nintendo dads. We want to thank you for hanging out with us again this week and uh thanks for listening guys really we super duper uh appreciate it you guys are awesome as we close out the show we want to say a huge thanks to our patreon producers that's dave ernsberger solo something alexander ocampo rj kern and chad benoist they uh back us at the 30 patreon level and so we're super duper thankful for you but we're also super thankful for anyone who backs us over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, head on over there and uh, come and be part of the best community on the internet. And Tim might even give you a fidget spinner. Um, they're I'm selling trying to hypnotize things. people. Are they, are, are, they, are, are they selling those things for like 50 cents in bargain bins at this point? Probably. I bought uh, I bought these at the height of uh, what they the were. This is, a, this, is, this is a Darth Vader fidget spinner. I had to have it. So. Where's Darth Vader on it? It's just it's just Darth Vader helmet and colors <laughs> black and red. You know, on the inside very dizzy. Yeah, yes, yeah, very dizzy. Anyway, uh, I also want to thank uh, all of our followers over on YouTube. Over sixty three hundred of you subscribed to us on YouTube. Uh, you can head over and look uh, for us over there at Nintendo Dads on Twitch. Almost fourteen hundred subscribers. We're sitting right at thirteen hundred and eighty something. And uh, we want to say a huge thanks to our 16 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities because they throw 
their Twitch Prime subscription uh, on Nintendo Dads, and that helps them get access to Discord. You can do that too if you have an Amazon Prime subscription. Head on over, find your Twitch Prime details, sign in, and uh, subscribe. You can get 20% off your Manscaped order uh, by going to manscaped.com and using the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. And be sure to uh, check out our merch store, nintendodads.org backslash merch. In fact, just check out our website. There's a countdown right now. And I've heard maybe possibly there's new merch coming. Right, Tim? That's correct. Maybe it's there. It's not there yet. It's hiding. It's hiding. It's hiding. I've seen it. It's good. It's real good. These are you good. Uh, You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you listen to this podcast, go in and uh, give us a five-star review. Tell people you like us. Help people find us. Or E.T. will have to phone home. E.T. phone home. Either that or... He's already doing it. That's been it for episode 391 of uh, the Nintendo Dads. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Take you later, people. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. Soundwave superior, constructicons inferior.